Everyone has a story, different needs, wants, and goals, and how to attain them. Your story determines your solution. Whatever your situation and story, locum tenens should be part of the conversation. How do you find out if locums is a good option for you? Go to an unbiased, informative source like locumstory.com. You'll learn all the ins and outs of locums, details on travel and housing, assignment coordination, tax information, and more. You'll also hear firsthand stories from locums physicians from all walks of life, so you get a bigger picture of the diverse options. Get a comprehensive view of locums and decide if it's right for you at locumstory.com. What's up, guys? So we've been going through big considerations to think about as you transition into practice. We are going to be wrapping that up today. The past shows we've talked about looking for the right job. We've talked about making a student loan plan. We've talked about disability and life insurance, tax planning, saving for your future. We talked about charitable giving and cash flow. And today we're going to talk about home ownership. So for home ownership or the home decision in general, I would say this is probably on average what physicians rank is like their number one financial decision as they transition into practice. And rightfully so. I mean, you got to live somewhere. It's probably the most feels like it's the most pressing decision because you got to make a decision. But what I would stress is I would encourage or stress is that this should be lower on the list. Like you should work through these other priorities we already talked about and then go to home ownership. Otherwise, you're going to put yourself in greater at greater risk of getting like locked into a position like a job or buying too much house so that you're locked into a job that you maybe don't love. You want to resist the temptation to put the home as number one can sometimes be difficult given the timing of everything. And it's really, it's really easy to get into a tight spot with the house decision. I would also rank it as the top mistake that we see physicians making in this transition is, you know, getting a little carried away on the home price that they that they end up in so this is really important i think a lot of it is keeping it in the right priority order so things to think about when in doubt i would rent especially when your life and you know generally speaking is just the more up in the air it is the more renting makes more sense like say you're uh single or you're in a new place say you're moving across the country you got a locum's job that's very uncertain you don't know much about the area. Like basically everything's up in the air. That's like the extreme example. Like renting, you know, is a really good idea because who knows what, what can happen. And re- renting is super flexible. It can be a great option. Now, even if you're in the middle, maybe you're moving to a new area. You're not sure how, how long you're going to be there. You're not sure if you're going to love the job. I think the job is the biggest thing that throws a wrench in all this. Like a lot of physicians just get in jobs that suck on their first go round because you just don't know what you're getting sometimes. So in that case, if you're buying, it's just extra baggage that's going to kind of lock you down. So renting is not as bad as sometimes people consider it. Now buying, you know, long-term, we all kind of know this, like long-term buying is a, generally speaking, a better long-term investment than renting. But the key is long-term. Buying makes a lot more sense the longer you're going to be somewhere. So that typically requires like security and stability. So the more security stability you have, Uh, Buying can be very appealing, but one consistency I see with people buying their first home, it's always way more expensive, like cost-wise, than people realize. Buying tends to be way more expensive than you think. Typical 
it's typical for people. I did this when I bought my first home. Like I do the numbers based on the mortgage numbers, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. And then I'm like, okay, I can afford that. But what happens when the roof goes bad? Or <clears throat> what about the HVAC? Or I got to mow the grass? Or like, what about the neighborhood? Like if I'm moving in a nice neighborhood, there's lots of temptation to, you know, upgrade cars to what my neighbors drive. Or if it's on a golf course, I mean, like there's big temptation to join the country club or all this extra stuff that kind of like goes along with the house. People rarely consider. You don't have to overlook them. You can you can think about those. That's partly why I'm pointing them out is that it's better to really look at the all-in cost of home ownership and go in eyes wide open so that you have a better idea of what the true cost is going to be and you can make a better decision. <clears throat> so the better way to do it is you work through all these priorities we've already discussed in the past few shows, and then you back into, you know, if home is important, if home ownership is important, if you feel like you're secure, stable, and you're going to be in the area for a long time, and you want to buy, then you back into what's remaining in the, you know, after going through all that, what's remaining in your cash flow, like how much per month are you going to have left over? And then that's when you can figure out, okay, how much per month do I have left over? What's the all-in cost for a varying level of house? So if it's like a $500,000 house, what's the all-in cost for that? If it's seven fifty, dollars whatever. You can do the numbers for whatever house price matches what you have left over. That's your budget. So you back into your budget. And the key is don't look at houses until you've set a budget. Because one thing I can say is nicer houses you will like more than, you know, more expensive houses you'll like more. You know, that's just the way it goes. So ideally, you don't get into that checking out houses phase until you have ironed out that budget. All these are really important considerations to think about as you transition in practice. Really, they become your financial plan and how you're going to navigate all this. And this is really, an, as I've said, a super important thing to think about as you're going into practice. If you've already done this, that's fantastic. If you've already done some of it, that's a great start. Hopefully, You've already got a plan in order and you're navigating all this stuff, or maybe you're, you know, in the process of working through it. This is all great. Now, I know some of you are going to be like, man, this is overwhelming. I, it all makes sense kind of, but like, there's a lot. Like I already got a bunch of stuff on my plate. That's totally normal too. This is all new stuff and it comes at, you know, not the best time. Like it's already, you already got a lot going on in the transition. So I just want to say it's okay to ask for help. That's what we do. Please reach out to us. You can schedule no-cost meetings with one of our great CFPs to talk about what this might look like for you if you were to get help. And that's, you know, no obligation. It's a valuable thing for the right fit. But either way, as you're transitioning, it's a big deal. Just congratulations again. I think it's a, you put in a lot of hard work. I think it's a big deal. I think you're going to do great things. You just have to kind of work through a lot of this stuff. A lot of times you, it flies by, you know, when I'm crazy like this in transitions, it feels nuts when it's happening. But the, one of the good things about it is it tends to fly by. So good luck with all the craziness and exciting transition. And we'll see you next time. Are you curious about locum tenens and how it might fit into your career? At locumstory.com, you can hear firsthand stories about the different reasons physicians choose locums and how it works for them. Visit locumsstory.com to learn more.
please know that anything I've said today in this podcast should not be considered advice. It is completely for educational and entertainment purposes only. It would be best to view me as just another guy talking about money on the internet. For advice, please consult your advisors. If you don't happen to have a financial advisor already, I happen to know a firm that's absolutely fantastic. It's actually the firm I started and currently run now, Ren Financial Planning. And we would love to get to know you better and see if we might be able to help. Feel free to reach out anytime to schedule an introductory meeting. You can find more info about us at www.renfinancial.com.